is LiveWell Talk on Infusion Services. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at UnityPoint Health, St. Luke's Hospital. Joining me on the podcast today is friend and colleague, Jeremy Haig, who is the Nurse Manager for St. Luke's Outpatient Infusion Center. Uh, we're going to discuss just what is in, an infusion center, as well as the role that uh, the infusion center team played during the pandemic. Jeremy, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, Dustin. Well, in full disclosure, I am also the medical director of the Infusion Center, so I have an intimate relationship with them and understand what they do. Uh, but I don't think the average listener, I don't think the average employee uh, or associate of the hospital might know, what is the Infusion Center? Okay. Yeah, well, we're kind of hidden in the back corner of the, the hospital here, but the Infusion Center is, a, is an outpatient department within the hospital. Um, that specializes in injections and infusions. That's the short version of it. Um, kind of more specifically, we do a lot of different treatments. Um, again, through the IV, we do a lot of blood transfusions. We do antibiotics um, and, and a lot of different IV treatments for folks with chronic illness. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a wide variety of different services we provide up there. Yeah, and you have some first-time and only-time customers or patients, I should say. Uh, but also we have ones that come back routinely for iron infusions, uh, immunoglobulin, uh, and then all the new, I mean, the listeners have seen all the commercials for treating psoriasis and yes. inflammatory bowel disease. The, all those uh, newer medications uh, are, are delivered up there. Um, but you also have some rare ones. Uh, we have uh, a Gauchers, correct? Yeah. And a Fabry's, which yeah. are pretty fairly rare. Yeah, Pompeys as well. Pompeys, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, that's one of the great things about the Infusion Center. I think we, we get to see some of the, the quick one-time things, but we do get to build a relationship with some of these patients that I've been taking care of, that we've been taking care of for 15 years. Yeah, so. yeah. When did it, what, how, how many, how long has it been over in Four East? So we moved down there in October of 2010. So we've been there about 12 years. 10, okay. Before there, we were part five, of the- Five Center, correct, yeah, yeah. Up on the fifth floor. The Infusion Center um, played a critical role uh, in- the pandemic on several, first of all, I'm always impressed with you guys as far as your leadership and, and the, the nurses that work with you and, and Tara, uh, you know, that they uh, consistently are problem solvers. Yeah. You know, they, you guys just always have the solution to the problem, you know, right away. And I, I really respect that. Uh, and that happened a lot during the pandemic, didn't it? As far as the monoclonal antibodies. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, great team, like you mentioned. I don't, we couldn't have gone through this uh, this whirlwind the last couple of years without without a great team up in the infusion center. Um, you know, I think first of all, when the pandemic hit, we were we were people were scared to come in. Um, they were fearful, and we really had to focus on how how we can get our chronic patients in here. So, actually, the location we're sitting right now was an injection clinic we set up right away, so that uh, patients could come in. They'd come just right inside the door, get their treatment and, and, and get out. It kind of eased a lot of fears. It got people in and out of here. So they were getting those medis medications for their, their again, chronic illness. So that was kind of the first step. Um, we had early steps when it came to the pandemic and COVID. Then as you, you mentioned, as, as the emergency usage authorization for some of these monoclonal antibodies came out, we really kind of had a, a surge of, of, of referrals and, and patients coming in for those treatments. Yeah. I mean, well over 1,500 doses were delivered, right? Yeah. I mean, probably, I have to look. I, I mean, it might be close to 2,000. It's, it's yeah. I, I think I took a peek here this morning. I think it was probably right around 17, 1750. That sounds um, about right. Yeah. Uh, we, we started off doing these in a couple different locations, remote locations in the hospital. 
and it just got to be so kind of, uh, we had so many referrals and so many patients coming in that we, we actually opened a remote location down the road in the 717 building down on A Avenue. And, uh, you know, in, in, in the height of the, the MAB infusions, we were doing close to 20 a day, six days a week, some, some weeks. So uh, it was a busy, I had such a great group over there as well. It was a combination of my team here in the infusion center that uh, were again, taking a lot of these calls and scheduling. But I really had some outpouring help from other departments, such as labor and delivery, emergency services, um, diabetes education, um, and other departments of the hospital really stepped up and helped out, helped care for these patients. So um, in, in a service that was really needed in the community um, over that building. And I think it's important to stress too that the that you had um, you you have infected patients that have been exposed and ill and uh, getting the monoclonal antibody, you don't want to put them in with your chemotherapy patients or your healthy patients or, or non-ill patients up in the infusion yeah. center. So we had to go out to the 717. Yeah, correct. Um, you know, when I first came to town, that was, I had an office there. I know you did. Internist PC. And do they still have the Mike Brady paneling from his, uh, his, <laughs> uh, his den on the Brady Bunch? It, it definitely could use some, uh, some updates yeah. there. But, yeah. you know, it served its purpose. It was, like I said, we rolled, uh, oh gosh, Quite a few patients through that. It was convenient. The parking was great, so it, it definitely was um, a facility that um, worked well. Yeah, there there are some pluses to it. Yeah, it's it's hard hard to get out of there though. Like at four o'clock at night, four thirty, almost impossible to get out of that. Depending on which way you're going, yeah, you're, you're stuck yeah. heading to First Avenue. Yeah, I think, yeah. like it or not. Yeah. But. Um. So, you know, I I brought this out on a recent podcast. Uh. Let me, and I'm going to bring it out again just for listeners because I because I, this is I, this is important for me to stress to people that aren't in healthcare. You know they often and this happened with you. You know the schedule is full for the day, and then we get a call of someone that we just got to get it in today. There's just we have to get it in today, and I think people sometimes think that maybe we weren't we weren't really full, right? Yeah. And I, I try to stress, and I stress on the last podcast, the, a recent one, eh, that, no, somebody missed a lunch. Somebody called their spouse to pick the child up from daycare because they're going to stay late. Because that's the health care we want to give our loved ones, right? Yeah. It, and I, I, th- I really admire that about all the service lines because they're consistent on that. But I think your team does that well. You're just, you always just say, okay, this if this is my dad, he needs to get this. We're going to do it. And I really appreciate that. And uh uh, that that you, you you never say no. You know, I appreciate that, and that really is we take pride in that. We do. If if someone needs to come in, we we do everything in our power to get them in as soon as possible. It's, you know, we try and get uh, same day appointments um, within you know twelve twenty four hours. Um, you know, any like you said, it's what I it's how I'd want to be treated, and I, that's right. how I want my parents right. to be treated too. And also, I think. I mean, I know they do it because of volume and stuff, but the university sends us a lot of patients. We get, yeah, we get patients um, from the University of Iowa. We get patients from um, Mayo Clinics. Uh, we even get uh, you know referrals from down the street at uh, our neighboring hospital. So we, we, we take care of the entire community um, and, again, pride ourselves on that. Well, I know you didn't go to nursing school to be manager of the infusion center. You didn't have that in your plans. How did you kind of end up here? Do you, can you tell us? You know... Kelly Prenny didn't watch you on Five Center it anymore, was. so she said, "Just get him off the floor." You know, I've done a little bit of this and that. I've been in the hospital here for, uh, gosh, creeping up on 22 years now, and uh, 
Uh, I really kind of fell into it, to be honest with you. I was working up in oncology. Kelly Pranny, you know, me and her used to do infusions yeah. in a little yeah. uh, a little uh, suite that we had set up up there. And uh, again, just started doing those more and more. And really, we got to uh, appreciate it uh, you know, and, and enjoy doing that type of nursing. It's something different than working on the floor. Um, it's it's fast paced in a different way. Um, and honestly, I, I wanted to start IVs. I love poking uh, poking people and getting IVs started. And that's really kind of what started the drive. And and what kept me there really is probably what's more important. It really is the people as you know, getting that connection with our with our patients, um, the connection we have. I think we have a great rapport with not only um, our Unity Point uh, providers, but um, other providers in the community. I, I, I'm going to brag. We're the go to infusion center when uh, uh, whether it's Unity Point, Independent, Mercy, they they give us a call. Um, Almost yeah. always. And, and that's I'm proud of that. Yeah, me too. It's 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 like I said, it's a great team. And like I said, it takes a team to do all that. And I can't I can't say that enough. I mean, the group up there is, you know, is as is, is, is good as you could imagine. It's they're just fantastic. Listeners should know I always threaten Jeremy that if we come up with a plan and I say it goes wrong, I'm going to blame him. But I can honestly say I've never had to do that because you've always been right. Yeah. So that's that's important. <laughs> Well, we're fortunate, honestly, I have a great medical director. My my director, of, you know, is always there to support. So, you know, it's, it's great to have good, good. Uh, That's been a good relationship with Sandy taking that, Sandy McIntosh, yes. hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When I first, uh, when they first said we were going to emergency services, as far as our, our grouping within the hospital, I, I thought it was an odd mix at first, but it really has been fantastic. Yeah, She's really a great has. leader. Yeah. And, and then we actually do meld more with the ED and then that yep. kind of service line yeah. than than inpatient nursing because it's, it's clearly a, a you know quite different. We get some crazy stuff sometimes. Oh, remember the bats in the uh, Lincoln Zoo, right? Was yeah, it, was that two years ago? Was that pre-pandemic? It must have been. Yeah, it must yeah. have been. Yeah, we've had we, we help out the ED with those rabies vaccinations, yeah. and we've had. You know the camp bat stuff. We've yeah, had, uh, you, you never know what's going to walk in the door. Yep. No, you never do, and that's what fun. that's what keeps it fun. Yes. Well, Jeremy, thanks for joining me today, uh, and thank you for all that you and your team do uh, every day during the pandemic, and will continue to do. This has been great information, and again, this is Jeremy Haig, manager of St. Luke's Outpatient Infusion Center. For more information about this and all services provided at Unipoint Health, uh, Cedar Rapids, visit unipoint.org. Thank you for listening. To Live well, talk on. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.